recording. All right, here we go. We're recording. In five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to Movies with Greg and Bear. Welcome, Bear. Working title. Yeah, we're still, <laughs> still brainstorming on the title. Uh, this is episode zero. Let's more, let's chalk this one up to episode zero. Okay, shall, shall we go over some of the uh, proposed names for the pod that we've gone over? Uh, let's see, it's uh, uh, Films with Fucks, uh, Commentary Cucks, Two Assholes in a Movie, Real Talk, which I'm guessing there's got to be at least five other movie podcasts with that title. <laughs> and then uh, Joe Biden Sucks Fingers and We Watch Movies Podcast. I, I'm leaning I, pretty hard toward that one. They're all contenders, uh, <laughs> if we're going to be honest. The, the So today, I mean, would, why are we doing this podcast, right? This is this is a birth of a podcast out of something Bear and I would do on Thursdays. We used to watch movies. So this is really uh, for those folks, I think. Uh, those folks that would show up and watch uh, when we do this live. Yes, we did for almost a year, did the co-stream on Mixer on Thursday nights, watching and commenting on movies. M schedules have changed, you know, life has happened in the interim, and so now this is a more workable arrangement, I think. And, but I think people are really going to appreciate it. I think so too. And it's, it's going to be, I think better for the listener so they can adjust the volume. They can put it on their speakers. They can listen, you know, they can watch the movie on their own time and it'll be a library for people to go and Hey, like, listen, I'm watching this movie. Let me see if bear and Greg have done some commentary for it. For sure. I mean, so, Rift Tracks kind of perfected this format right out of the gate when they started doing what they were doing. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's right. <laughs> we do, we're definitely not going to nail it like they do. Uh, they, they put a lot of time and effort into it. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're not, we're not going to do that. <laughs> it's more of an improv thing. It's going to be just like when we were doing it on stream when we would just decide what movie we were going to do five minutes before going live. I like to think we'll put a little and bit then, more. And then, and, then just, and then just keep the IMDb and Wikipedia tabs open for trivia so that we can sound like movie experts. <laughs> what do you think the, uh, the director was thinking in this moment? Hmm. Oh, fun bit of trivia. Uh... <laughs> Two uh, underage, unlicensed actors actually died filming this scene, which is actually going to be a real bit of trivia when we get around to watching Twilight Zone the movie. So I'm looking forward to that. Ooh. So what movie are you watching today, you may ask? Today, we, uh, since we're starting in December, I think we agreed to do some Christmas movies, two Christmas movies for December. And today we are going with the, per the perennial favorite, Christmas movie, Gremlins. Yeah, one of my favorite Christmas films, for sure. Uh, right after uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which gets even worse and worse every year I watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it ages like fine wine, 
but you know what? We don't have to agree on everything. That's right, and that's what this podcast is about. Watching movies Gremlins... <laughs> and arguing. <laughs> I would say that Gremlins is my third favorite Christmas movie after Scrooged and I'm going to say Muppet Christmas Carol. Ooh, so two Christmas Carol movies? <laughs> yeah. It's like, do you really need another Christmas story besides A Christmas Carol? I mean... It's got everything. Uh, critiques of capitalism. Mm. Uh, ghosts. Ghosts, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Old men. Old white men. Mm. Just... And a fine, fat goose. <laughs> for a quarter. <laughs> Back when you could buy a goose for a quarter. Not today, I'll tell you. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> so without further ado... The film, we're watching Gremlins. Uh, this film, in case you're watching at home, we got the best quality Putlocker uh, one. The runtime on this film, can you read that, Bear? What's the runtime? It's going to be this? a minute and 46, no, a minute and 46 seconds. <laughs> it's the shortest version. That's what I was find. about to say. <laughs> this is the Cliff Notes version of Gremlins. We thought this would be very efficient. For the podcast format it's a, it's a 96 minute movie or 106 minutes damn it i can't i can't read i can't do math podcasting just, is all i've got left it's an hour and, and 46 minutes long yes where we're going so just under two hours for the film and uh, and some okay so some quick uh background on gremlin's it was written by Chris Columbus in 1492. And, of course, and then Chris Columbus would go on to direct um, the first two Home Alone movies, first two Harry Potter movies, Bicentennial Man, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, which is a very special movie to me because it was like my first exposure to queerness as a kid. Kind of mm -hmm. open my eyes to, oh, that's a possibility. Um, so yeah, Chris Columbus has had his fingers in a lot of childhoods. You know what? I'm after saying it out loud, probably not the best way to word that. <sighs> Chris Columbus actually really close uh, with John Hughes as well. So you can definitely you'll see and feel you get that and see that and feel that uh, in a lot of his movies as well. Definitely in, involved in a lot of iconic movies like the late 80s, early to mid 90s. Uh, an interesting uh, bit of trivia about uh, when he was writing Gremlins, it was actually inspired by, he was, he wrote this script on spec. It was one of his like, I think it might have been his first script or one of his very early scripts. He wrote it on spec when he was living in a dumpy loft apartment and he was inspired by the sound of like what he described as a platoon of mice coming out at night in his shitty loft apartment. <laughs> so I thought that was a fun little tidbit. Twain. And then it's directed by Joe Dante, um, who has a, like a huge list of like really fun, like eighties and nineties movies. Um, the howling explorers, inner space, the burbs, uh, small soldiers, which also features an actor that we're going to see in this movie, uh, your boy, Dick Miller. Oh, 
Rest in peace, Dick. So yeah, a lot of really interesting uh, talent in front of and behind the camera on Gremlins. Yeah, just iconic film, for sure. Uh, and you know, it's it's they're going to remake it eventually and ruin it for everybody. So prepare yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after the Ghostbusters. Oh, another interesting fact is this movie was released the same day as Ghostbusters, and it came in second. Ghostbusters beat it by like just over a million dollars. Yeah, wow, that's pretty amazing. Uh, Two like probably. You know, super iconic films coming out at the same day. Uh, <laughs> who would have thunk it? <laughs> they didn't know it, but uh, yeah, two two films that like lived on, you know, well beyond um, what you'd expect. Yeah, nineteen eighty four was an amazing year. Suck on it, George Orwell. Boy, <laughs> did you get it wrong. George Orwell notoriously wrong about everything. Missed the mark. Good God. <clears throat> All right, All right so, so let's do it. Let's, uh, let's start it this? up. All right, boys and girls listening at home, start your Gremlins playback to sync up with us now. Psychonic music from, from Warner Brothers. couple of nurses you know in a rickshaw you know as they do in chinatown unforgettable opening to the iconic film noir classic gremlins <laughs> out of all the chinatowns in all the world i had to wander into this one looking for a bucket of duck vaginas <laughs> this isn't kfc where are you taking me young asian boy Yeah, these Chinese fellows sure are mystical and mysterious and inscrutable. You telling me everything in this store is 99 cents? I don't believe it. Beautiful set so far. That was a really cool, like, street scene. I don't know if that was filmed on like a back lot or soundstage or on site, but nice colors, nice textures. Was he pointing at the candles? Yeah, they're fucking real. (laughs) Where'd you find this Caucasian? (laughs) What kind of gizmo is this over here? It's uh, some sort of uh, stick of wax with a string in the middle that you set on fire. Never seen such. You know, they do make those that are like one-eighth the size in 1984. 
I think it, when it's larger, though, it shows that you, it's like a status symbol, you know? It's an American army knife. He actually went on to found the Rand Corporation. <laughs> I don't trust this easily distracted man to sell me anything. It's actually the spider making that noise. It's the tarantula. They're so adorable. It's a Japanese uh, guinea pig, obviously. <laughs> For all you know. You guys eat this thing? What? How does it taste? A lot of fat? It's like rabbit? Yeah, so remember that when you're thinking of adopting a pet, millennials. Second generation. All, it's all about money for this kid. If you can't afford a house, you can't afford a mogwai or a cat. This guy's talking about responsibility. He's got a bunch of lynched up lizards hanging from the ceiling. Come on. So tragic what happens to these Americanized youth from superior cultures. Great way to take care of an animal. This is pretty simple rules. Rockin' Ricky Rialto whips it out. <laughs> uh, also, I believe Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade also came out uh, this year. So, very, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> topical. Is it the same town square from Back to the Future? Oh, 100%. Polly Holiday. That sounds like it should be the movie title. <laughs> How much does a 1984 Christmas tree cost? $5 for a tree. 
It's highway robbery. Well, I remember when it cost a nickel. Five years ago. <laughs> of course, Christmas tree prices shot up in the 70s when we were using pines, pine trees to fuel our cars. It's the Christmas tree dollar. It's back in the whole world. Got Corey Feldman in here. Probably the second scariest thing he experienced in his childhood. Uh, Einstein from Back to the Future also in this uh, film. I like how there was a period in like the late 80s, early 90s where an animal, a, fa a famous like dog or something had to be in like every movie until I guess it had to be put down because it Got too old. Hollywood is brutal. It's a brutal business. It's a brutal town. <laughs> there he is. Ya boy. Dick Miller. Got robbed this year of an Oscar. Best Supporting Actor. Should have got it. Joe Pesci got it. Was Dick Miller in uh, The Irishman? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen that yet. Probably not going to because I don't have four hours. Maybe if I decide to go wait in line at Franklin Barbecue for the first time, I'll take my phone with me and stream The Irishman on Netflix to pass the time. <laughs> it's a bit of a chew. It's a long chew. All I see is Back to the Future now. Thank you. It's like, I saw Marty McFly crash right into that. Back to the Future 2. Like Einstein was just left on the lot after they filmed Back <laughs> to the Future 2. Well, they did, they did uh, shoot this movie on a much tighter budget. I could go for an impossible whopper right now. <laughs> Man, these folks in 1984 it. just didn't know what marvels the future would hold. <laughs> Is that a service dog? That better be a service dog. Otherwise, you're not allowed to bring your dog into this bank. You got your papers for it? It's against, it's against uh, health code. You ha can't have a dog in here unless it's a service dog. Just uses a phone cord to tie up the dog. <laughs> it worked. Yeah, this is this is a guy who needs to take care of an exotic animal. This dude looks just like the guy that was in the latest episode of uh oh. Mine just cut out on me. Oh no! No, oh, it just restarted randomly. Oh no! Using this totally legal uh, streaming service, it's it's it's, it's the up to date uh, streaming service. See, what timestamp are you at? Um, we're at uh, ten minutes and twenty six seconds. 
I can feed you a little audio so you can sync up if you want. Hold on, I think of. I'm at 1040. That's close enough. Yeah, sure. Apparently, there's a Miss Gulch type character stomping towards the bank. How dare she, that woman dress both of her kids in gender-neutral headwear and jackets? It's ridiculous. She was so ahead of her time. Big Leona Helmsley energy. <laughs> uh, we have an entitled white woman running in with a giant uh, snowman head. Watch out. You just said, you know what, never mind. <laughs> Details. I could not imagine somebody actually coming up, coming up and threatening uh, somebody in a in a way like that. Clearly, you've never worked retail. Mm. Got her ass. I'll get you, my pretty, and your little curly-haired bank clerk owner, too. <laughs> Judge Reinhold will not, um, he will not stand for dogs in the workplace. Scenes from Wall Street, 1984. She works at the bar end at the bank. 
like that's, that's the go-getting is, attitude of 1984. Two jobs. She's a millionaire right now. Yeah, back then it was just, I'm saving a little extra to buy me a car. <laughs> As opposed to three jobs to not be homeless. Yeah. Do you know what uh, the interest rate is? It's like 28% on a house in 1984. <laughs> I would hate watching... My, my family would like, like watching... Uh, a Wonderful Life during Christmas, and I would always it just despise watching it. it was, yeah, we were not a It's a Wonderful Life family. Um, we were just all about the Rudolph, the Rankin Bass specials. Mm. So I was mercifully spared It's a Wonderful Life until I had to watch it in middle school. <laughs> Lucky bastard. I had like, <laughs> I had like a trad cat uh, English teacher in junior high who showed us It's a Wonderful Life. It's like part of the uh, quintessential American indoctrination. <laughs> you have to watch this before you turn 18. Otherwise, you're not a true blue American. <laughs> Teaches good American values like rely on the capriciousness and whim of charity <laughs> instead of just everyone ganging up on Mr. Potter and guillotining him. <laughs> I think that sword's going to play a role later in the movie. That's Chekhov's <laughs> sword. His wife seems so supportive, even though she knows he's full of shit. Classic, long-suffering, supportive, docile wife. They just don't make women like that anymore. All right, fellas? She knows how to keep a oh. house, I can tell you that. Am I right, exclusively male audience that's going to listen to this podcast? <laughs> I got you a triple, son. Here's the star. Star is born. Look how much hair Howie Mandel used to have.
inspiration for the mid-90s Furby. Sounds foreign. Some foreign red China bullshit. <laughs> it's called an MSG. It's funny when he, he made that sound. I heard Bobby Jenrick uh, <laughs> pop out there. Bright light, bright light. This is like the one voice that Howie Mandel can do <laughs> for voiceover work. That's why he got canned on uh, Deal or No Deal. He just kept slipping into the Bobby Generic voice. That's Jinric. I wonder how Gizmo must feel nowadays about uh, Baby Yoda stealing all his cloud, stealing his valor. Mm, that Baby Yoda valor. Mm. He 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 uh, auditioned for the role too, and and got passed up. It was a diversity hire. Yeah, how you doing, folks? The name's Gizmo. I'm a uh, 35, uh, 37 years old at this point. You know, I think I think I still had what it takes to play the Baby Yoda role, but they had to, they wanted to go with uh, someone more green, I guess, for uh, diversity's sake. PC culture is killing Hollywood. Quit coddling that fucking thing, please. What are you doing? Walk it off, Gizmo. We need to be wrapped up. He can lick his own wounds. See, if a gremlin drinks his own blood after midnight, or if a mogwai licks up his own blood after midnight, does he become a gremlin? I, just, I feel like that question's not going to get addressed and it's going to bug me. <laughs> if, yeah, you find out that Einstein actually just pissed on him. Don't do it, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
juice comes out extra pulpy. <laughs> I put one orange in the juicer. What? It's a Corey Feldman uh, face reveal here. Corey Feldman's actually not speaking in this scene. Like, his, you can see his lips aren't moving. They just added all of his dialogue in post. You know, they just don't make men like Clark Gable anymore. All testosterone and brill cream. Yeah, get, get, come inside my room uh, as I get changed, young boy from the neighborhood. It's not even a younger brother. He just hangs out with a kid from the neighborhood. <laughs> This is the sort of thing that the guys who ran Hollywood then and in many ways still now think is normal. Yeah, Billy just brought me in his room, took off his shirt, and we played with his pet. <laughs> like, okay. Billy's like, this guy's two friends are a kid from the neighborhood and his shitty boss. And he's totally oblivious to the uh, woman who, who who wants to get with him. This isn't deeply upsetting to the children watching us at all. <laughs> uh, More tribbles. The beginning of a Mogwai mill. It's opening up an illegal Mogwai mill. Just by dipping this thing in water all the time. $200 a pop. Please consider adopting Mogwai instead. <laughs> Don't forget to uh, spay and neuter your Mogwais. <laughs> They're very wet and I don't like it.
well, now can I have one, Billy? Sure, take two. <laughs> That's just how he plays. He's just being playful. <laughs> I'm sure. Corey, Corey Feldman is so uninterested. Now he's just reading comic books. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, I'm bored. What's what's the next thing? <laughs> Pour more water on it. What's Captain America up to? <laughs> uh, I hate to tell you to it, tell it to you, bro, but uh, this has already been invented. <laughs> like a functional version of this already exists. Kind of like the Swiss Army knife. Perfect, a single-use razor. <laughs> no, it is not detachable. No, there are not replacements. <laughs> Just to buy a whole new bathroom, buddy, for only twenty nine ninety nine. I have to say, my favorite feature of this gadget is that it just comes in your face, randomly. Getting it on like Donkey Kong. The Peltza Mogwai Factory. I see it now. Hey, you ever not find a gift for your kid? Now, the inventor of the bathroom buddy gives you the Mogwai. Apparently, you just spit up egg yolk. I think that's what Mogwai drink. Since they can't have water, they just drink egg yolk. <laughs> just the yolk, not the whites. They hate the whites. Sure is looking mischievous. You goddamn dog. You're always getting yourself into these predicaments. Stupid goddamn dog. <laughs> it was that bitch from next door, wasn't it? <laughs> Mrs. Deagle at it again. Mrs. Deagle actually commands like a... A whole organized syndicate. 
send one of her mooks out to teach that dog a lesson. I like my coffee extra thick, please. <laughs> this is like a artichoke powering that uh, device. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I thought you could only do that with potatoes. I love when the the science expert that's consulted in the movie is the high school, the local high school science <laughs> teacher. It's about as far up the chain as uh, Billy's willing to go. You just recklessly created another life to demonstrate the thing you're talking about. <laughs> This is another living creature that you just wantonly created. All right, uh, let's just kill all these ones and we'll start from fresh again. We're not having ham for Christmas anymore. Come on now, come on now, you sloshed. Get back in your vehicle and go. Off you go. All right, here's your keys. <laughs> Killian's Irish Red, classic. That's product placement I can get behind. This must have been before, like, uh, Mothers Against Drunk Driving uh, got their hands on the film industry. I think that Dick Miller inspired a whole generation to drive while drunk. And <laughs> Mad was just a reaction to that. You know, all the kids looked up to uh, Dick Miller in this movie. <laughs> he just drives his front-end loader around town. That's some of the redneckest shit I've ever seen. This is what's <laughs> yeah. supposed to be set in like a Midwestern or Northeastern town.
He's he's probably got a city. He's probably got a contract from the city to uh, play all those streets. I'm sure. Some sweetheart deal. Old money. This is the first time we see him socializing with someone age appropriate. Uh, this is uh, when uh, she she first uh, diagnosed Billy with the seasonal affective disorder. Um. <laughs> Statistically, probably. Amen, sister. <laughs> yeah, speak the truth, lady. Everybody hates Washington's birthday. She would actually later go on to found the r slash atheism subreddit and be driven off by all of the deeply misogynistic men that largely populate it. <laughs> Wonder how hard it is to get fake snow out of your hair. Mm, just it looks plastic, itchy. Plastic shavings. Get that in your respiratory tract and probably die. Let's see, it's 1984. I think they were still using asbestos. It's just asbestos for uh It's just it's snow. just powdered asbestos. <laughs> what happens if we inject it with water? Excellent question. I love this guy's scientific method. He's trying Listen, to turn told all you the, <laughs> the Mogwais into junkies. Listen, we've told you about hanging out in the high school science lab after hours. Go home. You can't sleep in the high school science lab. Why does he have the equipment for a blood test? Did he, did Why does the high school science teacher have the <laughs> means to perform a blood test? <laughs> this, this, this mogwai is pregnant. <laughs> My mom is a high school science teacher. She can barely get the budget for, like, colored pencils <laughs> and textbooks. Why is Billy treating all those other mogwai like second-class mogwai? Gizmo gets to live in the lap of luxury on the bed. 3D glasses. These other guys are just stuffed in a box. Literal red-headed stepchildren. 
Mmm, day-old fried chicken left uncovered in the fridge. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's probably absorbed all that nice fridge taste as well. That's nice. Gizmo's actually a vegan. <laughs> He's a raw vegan. But you have to dehydrate the carrots. <laughs> you have any freeze-dried celery, perhaps? If even one little bit of beet juice dribbles down his chin, he has a baby. Yeah, Billy was jerking off and accidentally came on one of the Magwai. And it's like, <laughs> oh, actually, that's more. fine. I mean, they they can actually also drink cum. They can drink <laughs> egg yolks and cum and get that all over them, and it doesn't hurt them. doesn't Doesn't cause any problems. They actually prefer s s seminal fluid. <laughs> With piss, it's kind of fifty fifty. <laughs> So another interesting tidbit about this movie is that um, it came out rated G, or it might have been PG, but it was uh, there were complaints about it being too violent. So as a result, Spielberg, who was the one of the producers, lobbied the MPAA to create the PG thirteen rating as a direct response to the response to this movie. Wow, fascinating. Because Ghostbusters is rated PG, and actually Jaws is rated PG as well. Uh, so thanks a lot, Spielberg. Your weird animals chewed through your shit. Yeah, like, why are you surprised that an animal chews through an electrical cord? Hmm, what has changed recently in the household? <laughs> your mother's going through puberty? <laughs> She's having hot flashes. Which is equally weird. Like, the mother of this 10-year-old boy is going through menopause?
damn, this dude was like so close to inventing like the Echo Dot and the Apple Watch, and he's got <laughs> he's he's got the concepts there. He just is flubbing the execution. So ahead of his time. Then like Amazon came along and built on on poor uh, Pulitzer's ideas and just took them away. Earned nothing from them. He's the Tesla to their Edison. That guy behind him got like a butt plug dangling from his hat. <laughs> Is that what that was? <laughs> That that fur has like legs dangling off of it. Yeah, I love I love those like those like mink stoles with <laughs> the legs and the, the head still on. That was definitely like a power accessory. Oh yeah. For That's a while. A status. It was one thing to own a fur. It was another thing to own the fur with the fucking legs and tail and head still attached. <laughs> this one's still fresh. <laughs> oh, I got a little mogwai crawling around here. Uh, a tookie, tookie mogwai. The took is shook. <laughs> your, your kitten it feels like it can relate to Gizmo in this. Uh... I mean, she does behave exactly like these awful little creatures. <laughs> Now, if I were to have one, I think I would rather have a gremlin as opposed to a magwai. Personally. Seem a little more sophisticated. A little more intelligence in a gremlin than a magwai. Yeah, don't don't beat and starve some poor little pit bull to protect your house. Just get a gremlin. Raise it up right so it bonds to you. That's right. <laughs> the sperm on the projector. <laughs> nice little touch.
Guess who's gonna die first in the horror movie? This is what set that trope in motion. Honda motorbikes. For when you gotta get away from some from some pesky gremlins. The empty-headed diorama is symbolic of how empty-headed these Western Guaylos are dealing with these Mogwai slash Gremlins. All the warnings were there, but they just wouldn't listen. <laughs> Classic imperialist arrogance. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the, the delightful Asian man also forgot to mention that they're actually allergic to peanuts uh, so Snickers is actually going to kill it Now you can't blame the gremlin for not distinguishing the snicker bars from a fing from a finger. Is <laughs> <laughs> the 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 enti the entity from uh, China being afraid of the black guy presaged the Rodney King incident by about 10 years <laughs> the LA riots in general we all saw this coming all the signs were there Gremlin doesn't like apples. Well, it's a red delicious apple. Who does? Oh, yeah, Yuck. Ugh. So gritty. Such a thick, thick peel. So mealy and flavorless. Ugh. Rather have the raw brain. Uh, Billy 100% has rabies now as well, so it's terminal, Billy. I'm sorry to tell you. It's terminal. 
this gremlin loves Vince. <laughs> yeah, and if you're scratched by a gremlin, you become a mogwai, and it's a very weird life cycle that the species has. They're violent to their own young. I like mom's uh, gusto here. She's like, I don't know what's going on upstairs, but I'm bringing a knife. Don't forget, if you if you stab the gremlin with a metal knife, it becomes stronger. Like, fuck these creatures. <laughs> that young kid only gave me three instructions, and this is at least five things I need to be aware of. I like how they just use, like, uh, aliens, like... Uh, props from the face huggers like yeah for sure this is definitely one of those movies that's about other movies (laughs) you think this is creepy just wait till you hear the Bob Dylan version so did this guy invent record players too <laughs> yeah that's not a that's not a pulitzer uh original record player is it She thick though. <laughs> oh man, those these things look great. The special effects guys. all like stop motion too <laughs> even with like the stop motion animation being kind of slightly off <laughs> oh that rules oh so this is what all these inventions are good for murdering small animals <laughs> it's the pulse yeah, like, patented kind of like, gremlin destroyer 
even with kind of like the gritty stop motion animation, I still believe this more than anything I've ever seen in CGI. <laughs> My disbelief is roundly suspended still. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw like a, an, an, a puppet arm uh, on that last one. <laughs> This scene caught a lot of shit. This microwave scene. Because oh, even great. Roger Ebert, who, was, who gave the movie a glowing review, was like, eh, I think that kids might put their pets in microwaves if they see this movie. Yeah, I feel like this is like the era where people are worried about putting babies and things in microwaves. You know what to do. the war on Christmas. I remember those. (laughs) (laughs) It's just Billy's friend dressed up as a tree again. Uh, Paying homage to uh, Evil Dead here, clearly. Being assaulted by a tree. <laughs> there it is, Chekhov sword. Yep, yep. Up, oh, she's got rabies now too. She she got scratched. Mm-mm. Got no gremlin on a slow roast snow to spit down. Ooh-wee! Dr. Marinara, this is emergency. <laughs> My mom's got red stuff all over her. Can you help her, Dr. Marinara? Giz, you little mo. Now the robot's got the butt plug on his hat. 
It looked almost identical to like uh, the Lost in Space uh, robot. <laughs> That's a, it's actually the um, Forbidden Planet robot. You ever see that one? Uh, yeah, I do. I think we didn't we watch Forbidden Planet. Uh, no, I don't believe so. No. It's it's from like uh, the fifties, and it's got like the dome headed robot, and it's like a sci fi retelling of. Uh, the Tempest. Mm. Oh, no, that's right. We, we watched um, from Planet Nine or whatever. Oh, yeah, Planet Nine from Outer Space. Yeah, Planet Nine from Outer Space, yeah. No kitschy movie stream slash podcast would be complete without a visit to Planet Nine from Outer Space. Swords and bells, you know, the uh, gremlin's biggest uh, weaknesses. It is really getting it on now, making lots of babies. Okay, who farted? <laughs> Young man. You better get out of there. I said, young man. This is why all cops are bastards. They never believe you when you come to them and tell them the town is being overrun by Chinese monsters. <laughs> Just a red scare. Mm. The Hong Kong protests are actually about the gremlin infestation of that's <laughs> coming over from the mainland. And CCP is sending in the cops to suppress it. They just want the Magwise out. That's all. The five demands. Magwise out.
it's funny the uh, the IMBD shows all the actors who played the voices of the gremlins, but uh, n- no gremlin in particular is named. It just says Mogwai Gremlin voice. <laughs> it's like ten. Oh no! Because ten- <laughs> I I know that it's Howie Mandel is Gizmo, and then Frank Welker is the voice of the one called Spike, the the one with the uh, mohawk. Mm. The legendary Frank Welker of Megatron and and uh, Scooby Doo fame. Yeah, B- Bob Holt played a Mogwai and a Gremlin. Uh, Peter Cullen also a Mogwai and a Gremlin. Michael Winslow, huge. Uh, oh, Michael Winslow, good, good pull. Yeah, the. Uh, <laughs> He probably just made a lot of sounds, and they just probably spread it around. He did all of the Foley work for this movie. (laughs) And most movies in the late 80s. Finally, there's that iconic uh, that soundtrack. Score. Yeah. <laughs> how do these mailboxes know- now wood chipper <laughs> yeah like they know exactly what to fuck up all these gremlins <laughs> it's like yeah traffic lights ain't he a stinker Ugh. <laughs> it's such that's such a Reagan era movie thing. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, that's who that is. Jonathan Banks is the other uh, deputy sheriff uh, of uh, Better No Saul and uh, Breaking Bad fame. 
Is that the guy who like looks like James Woods? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's on Breaking Bad. Pay, plays the uh, like the uh, I don't know, the fixer, the hitman. Oh, Mike. Yeah, Mike. is that Mike? That's Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love this part. I always yeah, want I wanted one of these so bad when I was a kid. We didn't even have like a two story house. I just I wanted a chair. <laughs> they could go up to like the roof or something. It's it's good to know the uh the cat lady crazy cat lady rich cat lady trope hoarder trope was a, a was a, a, a mainstay in the 80s like it was something that existed you know <laughs> of course the movies are only going to show the glamorous side of being a cat, cat lady hoarder <laughs> it's okay when you're in a mansion big enough to actually hold all that crap <laughs> That'll hold him. Where are my cats? I'm not ready for my eternal damnation. <laughs> I know it's coming. <laughs> so awesome <laughs> Wait, I thought Miss Deagle had red hair it's just a wig I guess Yeah, I definitely see Mike now. Him having like any hair whatsoever threw me off. Cops are pussies, folks. That's exactly why we need. When are we gonna learn that lesson? Who are not afraid to shoot things. Fourteenth most dangerous profession in the U.S. <laughs> if people are eight more times more likely to get shot by a cop than killed by a terrorist, and uh, you know what, gremlins just don't get shot by cops. So let that be a lesson, you know. 
be a gremlin, not a person. All the cars are covered in that, like, spray-on insulation you see in the roofs of, like, supermarkets. <laughs> So a great way to keep your uh, car from freezing over overnight. Notice how the red dial is in between 9 and 11. Hmm. <laughs> Trying to tell us something. Why weren't we listening? The signs were all there. <laughs> Is mobile oil even still a thing? Oh, yeah. We got, I got a mobile station near my house. I feel like I haven't seen mobile anywhere. Like, it might just not, I guess they don't operate in my part of the country anymore. Yeah, I think their like, gas stations are definitely all regional now <sighs> another one of your <laughs> stupid fucking things Peltzer I like a pencil uses like a, a bowling ball carrying case for his all his inventions <laughs> Woo, party! Kate, what are you doing? These these gremlins don't tip. Everybody knows that. <laughs> I'd hang out with these guys, 100%. Yeah, this is way more fun than uh, stupid Mogwai that you can't even... I don't know. Can't even take to a pool party. <laughs> yeah, gremlins gremlins like to drink. Mogwais just like to smoke weed. It's uh <laughs> 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 here's the grimlet the the one female i see i didn't think the the grimlet came into a, a thing until gremlins 2 but yeah uh, she definitely yeah. figures more prominently in the gremlins 2 unless unless i'm just way off and this is just a gremlin doing drag Right, right. You assume that gremlin's gender. You son of a bitch. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Is, is she, is, she, is they doing drag? I don't know. Mm. You 
know that one I mean, that since flashed. the gremlins reproduce asexually, mm. they're clearly coded as male, but how do they choose to identify? These were all uh, all topics discussed in Gremlins 3 coming out 2021. Finally, the time is right to have that discussion. <laughs> Looking forward to Gremlins 3, 2021. <laughs> that a huge snot. <laughs> Remember when movies were fun? Yeah. <laughs> this is, they all have such great personalities, these ones. Like, I imagine if they do make a Gremlins 3, it's going to just be dreary and end with Gizmo dying to stop the Gremlin threat, and there's a somber <laughs> funeral for Gizmo at the end. Like, I hate movies nowadays. <laughs> yeah, they use his blood as an antidote, and they just too, take too much blood. <laughs> Guns don't kill people, gremlins kill people. Oh, what you think we should outlaw snow plows too? <laughs> should we outlaw traffic lights? Only a good gremlin with a gun can stop a bad gremlin with a gun. Like, Billy's like a fucking expert. <laughs> Classic white male, though, has no problem opining like he's an expert. <laughs> They're Classic gremlins, white Kate. man energy. You stop being fucking stupid, Kate. They're called gremlins. Okay, they come from mogwais. Obviously.
no. Your dad was an idiot. Wow, that's fucked up. Is this the best time to be working through that, though? <laughs> a Kate that has nothing to do with gremlins, can we focus on what's going on right now, please? Look, I'll be happy to listen to the saddest Christmas story I've ever heard <laughs> any other time but now. I think they were in the bank and didn't load up on free money. What's wrong with these people? Come on, folks. Priorities. Take advantage of the situation and then rectify the situation. You don't you don't rectify the situation without taking advantage of the situation first. Come on. Can't believe such a misstep was made in a Reagan era movie. <laughs> Uh, movie theater is not very doesn't seem like it's uh, doing very well if it's showing Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs that's, that's yeah that's the discount movie theater <laughs> that's the movie theater that's still showing movies for like 25 cents well into 1984 I guess it's an upgrade because through the 70s it just showed like amateur porn so it's changed the whole town Like they should, they showed Deep Throat in the seventies. <laughs> Debbie does Dallas, sold out. <laughs> Making cartoons here, folks. This is the cartoons factory. That's right, this this was an animated, they, they turned this into an animated cartoon, didn't they? I think, yeah, I think Gremlins had an animated cartoon. Oh, was there an animated series? I believe so. Imagine a time when Warner Brothers 
could get the rights to show Disney content in one of their movies. <laughs> Kids, there was a time when Disney didn't own the entire media landscape. Can you believe it? Yeah, that's when they were like in the dumps. before they consolidated all their empire under one one roof now apparently uh it it, it did not have a an animated series but one just got greenlit back in July to premiere on HBO Max 10 episode prequel series Gremlin's Secret of the Magwai focusing on the prequel mm. to the 1984 classic. Might need to check that one out. Yeah, you can tell that's Frank Welker because it sounds exactly like Bubba the Cave Duck from DuckTales. <laughs> like that's your reference. <laughs> Bubba the Cave Duck. Look, genocide is our only option here. <laughs> A whole lot of re going on in this film. <laughs> Look, look, Billy, I don't, I know, I know it's kind of a hard pill to swallow, but why aren't you leaving Gizmo behind in the movie theater? <laughs> I think that you know deep down in your heart what needs to be done. And then Quentin Tarantino reused this same plot point in Inglorious Bastards. That's <laughs> where he got the idea. Hollywood is just regurgitated. Nothing new under the sun, folks. No respect for private property. 
<laughs> Kids on their skateboards, just like these gremlins. Way to kick it up a notch there, Billy. Okay, quick. While he's not looking, you have to kill Gizmo. <laughs> you have to end the nightmare for good. Tell, tell, tell him that, uh, you know, it's a Mogway thing, and uh, they just that's die after a certain period of time. Hypnotism hmm. prominently displayed. Seems like that's going to be important. Twenty-seven inches of the most vivid color you'll find anywhere in any television set. Have you too wanted to be a movie star? We'll step in front of this camera and you'll see yourself on television. Oh, this is what stores used to look like before Walmart came around. This is, uh, every store had an individual owner by somebody that lives in the community. In case anybody is curious, this is not, in fact, a Walmart. The toy store sold toys. The grocery store sold groceries. Simple arrangement. I feel like Kate's not uh, contributing anything right now by just playing around with these buttons. In fact, she's hindering the situation. Oh, God, these child mannequins are hands down the most upsetting thing in this entire movie. <laughs> I don't know. Show me a gremlin on a tricycle and I'm going to laugh. I'm sorry.
<laughs> what kind of stuff can you make with your light bright? Ow. Yeah, it's the 80s. Where's are all like the small town gun shops and stuff? Why why are the uh why are the gremlins not using guns except for that one? I feel like more of them should have guns. Uh where's your power tool section? Oh yeah, it's over by uh children's clothes and toys. <laughs> Across from guns. Wow, that bat is really holding up to the chainsaw. Sturdy construction. Ah, she finally found the lights. And believe it or not, they were not connected to the radio system at all. Yes, Helen. Water. Water. Ah, there they are. There are the guns. Oh, no. Our bumbling military is going to turn the hoses on these creatures that reproduce with water. <laughs> recalling the National Guard out of South America to take care of all these gremlins let's see a species that reproduces asexually just by contact with water how are they not the most extant species on the planet It's kind of like the aliens from Signs being allergic to water and just walking around naked in a an extremely humid planetary atmosphere on a planet that's 70% water, like <laughs> being yeah, invaded by planet. idiots.
Gizmo Kaka. <laughs> All right, Billy, open up some more windows. What are you doing? <laughs> Ooh, he's made of boogers. <laughs> Isn't that gross, kids? Ooh, boogers. Yeah, I guess the sunlight's what keeps their species in check. Yeah, this is actually a lot of gremlins in uh, Antarctica and the uh, the North Pole. So uh, you know the, why we're having a war on the uh, the the Arctic right now. Just trying to kill all the gremlins. That's what the war on Christmas is really about. That's a pretty cool effect, actually. <laughs> Go ahead and slop it up, Einstein. The lost art of the practical effect. They're bringing it back. Baby Yoda's going to bring it back. <laughs> He's ushering in a new age of puppetry and practical effects. <laughs> it's reefer madness. It was a bunch of teenagers smoking marijuana. Made this happen. Uh, I'm sorry, how did you get in here? Oh, he speaks Magwai. Billy's like 10 years too old to be crying about this right now. <laughs> what a soy boy. <laughs> But dad, 
Is that the moral of the story? <laughs> We're not ready to do what's right with nature's gifts. God damn it. I'm taking him back until you are ready, colonizers. <laughs> Confucius say <laughs> back in the box. <laughs> I graciously accept your crappy Guilo gift. <laughs> Be careful, don't slip on the asbestos. Definitely don't get any in your mouth or eyes. Try not to breathe on your way to the car. This town's actually uh, located in Arizona. We don't have a free clinic here in this town or... Enough textbooks in our classrooms, but we all pitch in for fake snow every year. Priorities. Well. Dick Miller, Mr. Flutterman, died. Dead. Polly Holiday, best stripper name used by a non-stripper. Oh, Deputy Brent, Jonathan Banks, Mike from uh, Breakabed. Oh, there goes Frank Welker. Howie Mandel. It's Michael Winslow. Those are the only three I recognize. Yeah. Hell of a job, Susan Arnold. Way to go. A lot of good pulls. <laughs> All right, so um, what do we what do we think? What do we uh, what do we get? Do we do we do we rate these films? Do we say how they held up to today's uh, modern movie standards? Ten ten, would Netflix and chill? Yeah, <laughs> this is a great uh, you know afternoon on television with commercials, movies to watch while you're hanging out with your family. Over the holidays, hundred percent. Um, yeah, I can't wait to show this movie to my niece someday. Right. Yes. I, I, you know well, what? Well, way before she's old enough. <laughs> I don't think I've watched this with my daughter yet. So this, yeah. So I might have to watch this again, or you know, I'll wait till next year. I feel like Gremlins is a once a year, once every few years watch for me. 
<laughs> definitely not a year. And you know what? I feel like if we're still doing this in a year, we'll celebrate with Gremlins 2, the new batch. I like that idea. I like that. Yeah, so what are we, we going to watch? It... What are we going to watch next next uh, next time? Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, you proposed a Noel, which might be interesting to watch since it's on that the Disney streaming service, which is topical right now. Mm-hmm. Um, or, uh, I know you also floated a Christmas story, which you said you don't like and neither do I. So we could be in for a very salty podcast if we went that route. I guess the only way we'll find out is next time on two guys watch a movie or some other spectacular type. extravaganza, <laughs> good time, fun. <laughs> All right. Till next week. Bye-bye.